Welcome to the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. I'm your host, Christy Love. I believe in taking massive action to overcome life's biggest challenges because I know the rewards that lie on the other side. This show is a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to help you level up in your life. Here's to a new you where your dedication, commitment, and staying true to yourself will make your wildest dreams come alive. I'm a transformational trainer, speaker, firm mama, and proud wife to a distinguished Navy SEAL. We believe in the motto, never give up, never quit, while doing it all with love. I'll share real talks with experts and thought leaders who offer proven strategies to turn your barriers into success in this unfiltered, transformational, and thought-provoking podcast. Let's do this. Hello, listeners. Today's guest is a woman of great tenacity and one that I truly admire. She took on the challenge that many women endure in the corporate arena, which has held them back for many, many years. However, this amazing woman has broken the change of female inferiority and unfairness in the workplace and has helped thousands of women find their voice and true calling. Allow me to introduce you to a very special guest on the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast, Dara Connolly. Hi, Dara. Hi. Welcome. Hi, Christy. I'm so happy to be here. Hi, everybody. I'm so happy that you are here. Wow. So you really took on a huge challenge there that a lot of women, including myself, have experience with not being heard, not being seen, you know, in a corporate environment. Tell us your story. Well, I am not very special, unfortunately. I'm like most women that have been talked over at meetings, got passed over for promotions, and was always shy. It took me a long time to find my voice. And I was like that for most of my life. It was really frustrating. I could have went easily my whole life letting that happen. But at one point, which was almost 20 years ago now, it was back in 2004, I decided I have to change things up. And I started a movement out of my garage, is what I did to help train the women in my neighborhood and say, hey, enough is enough. How can we be seen? How can we be heard? How can we be respected? And really just make sure that we do not get passed over anymore. And I didn't know what I was doing at the time, but just started it. And it's been uh, an entire movement that I'm still on right now. Wow. Wow. So you started this in your garage. Yes, ma'am. Just an activist here, a rebel against the corporate environment, a corporate arena in your garage. How was that? Well, I was pretty frustrated. I had some bad things happen in corporate, bad things as far as bosses were sexist and were really discriminatory. And then at one point I got pneumonia had the miss work for a little while and they fired me even though I was like one of their top salespeople. And I was like, this is such crap. I can't take it anymore. And I was in between jobs and I was not ready to go back to corporate because I didn't want to have that experience again. And I started talking to some of my neighbors saying, what do I do? And I didn't want to sue the company. I thought that would be too much negativity. So I tried to turn it into a positive and they were like, yeah, I've had some experiences. Let's chat about it. And then they invited some friends. And before you knew it, There was a group of women and we kept going and then their daughters or college age daughters would come and we would just start talking about 
how to exude confidence, like with our body language, because I taught martial arts for a long time. So I knew how to do that. And then I took it into the space of, well, what about speaking up? How can we show that as more assertiveness? And it just kept going organically like that, really. Well, it's great that you did that because, like I said, I've been in the same corporate arena when I wasn't heard, I wasn't seen. I was instead of looking at my eyes, look at my boobs or things like that. And it's more than frustrating. You apply for the positions and you don't get the positions because you're not a man. You're in the meetings. You have things to say, important things to say, but they just talk over you. I've, I've experienced many years of that. And from my own experience, I threatened to take it to the courts and I got the person removed from the environment. But there's a lot of women who just don't have that strength inside, don't. And they endure the abuse, the verbal abuse, the sexual abuse toward them for many, many years. And they don't have the strength to do it. They don't have anyone to turn to. You know, I remember going to human resources and they wouldn't help me. So I, I wrote all of that up and used that against the company that I was working with. But I can imagine there's so many women, so many women who are still enduring that today. Yes, so are women many. now seeking you, seeking out your guidance for help? How do you help them? You're right. There's pretty much in the years I've been doing this, I haven't met anyone who hasn't experienced this sort of thing. Let's put it that way. So I'm taking it a step further and doing it in a way to help women really elevate their voice in business so they can get promoted. And not only that, but be the leaders in their company. So it's all about, to me, I believe, finding our inner confidence. And when we come from a place of strength and we speak with power and we speak effectively, and it's a whole system that I've created when we get interrupted what to do or somebody steal our ideas. But I'm really focused on creating women leaders because when guys speak up, people listen, right? Or when they say, hey, this is a great idea and they start going and they say it with confidence, nobody questions it. And so what I found is that when women can really show their confidence and what they're talking about and how they can believe in themselves, it changes everything. And then people will look at them differently and start to think twice about saying something misogynistic or preying on them in that way. So when we take that inner confidence, that inner fire that we have inside of us and bring it out, then it takes us to a whole new level. So what I'm doing is empowering women to go beyond what they think they can do. Take them into positions of leadership. Take them on more stages. I do a lot of speech coaching, even as far as getting on a TEDx stage, even if they thought that's not on my radar. I want them to go so far because when they have that confidence and that power, they are unstoppable. And to me, it's all about that confidence. Because when I look back, it wasn't just a shyness, right? Shyness, well, why was I shy? Well, because I feared people would laugh at me or I didn't have that self-esteem. It comes from that confidence and that's how I became more a victim of these junky situations. So when we turn it around and say, mm -mm, that's not going to happen, now we are in our power and those people tend to not show up for us anymore. They'll look for somebody else that they want to bother. Let me give you an example of something I experienced. I'm a pretty strong person, pretty confident person. And when I really showed my confidence, my boldness in a, a pleasant way, I guess they felt threatened and they would have their own meetings away from me and wouldn't include me. So it didn't really help the situation that I was in because they'd have, you know, other little groups away from me. And I wasn't involved because they knew that I would dominate the environment and they didn't want a woman doing that. So what would right. you say for someone who is confident, can speak their mind confidently and have a voice and have things to say? 
and is intelligent as well, but they're intimidated by that. Oh, you're definitely not alone in that experience. And a lot of women tell me they will receive a retaliation when they do show a little bit of that confidence because it may not be received well from people who feel threatened by that power. But the thing is, you have to still believe in your value and know your worth and know that your voice is important and your knowledge and your power is something that needs to be out there. And what you want to do is create, in that case, in a corporate environment, you have to form an alliance. You have to get people who will back you, who do support you, who are on your team. And when you get that retaliation, you get that little bit of controversy and a little bit of threatening message coming in, you know people will stand up for you and say, no, no, let Christy finish. Her idea is important. And this way you have advocacy. And we do that for each other. It's important for women to speak up for other women too. When we see the bully kind of step in and and try to shut us down, we step in for that other woman as well. So that support and that alliance that you can create will help so much. And that's why even in the work that I do, I work with a lot of entrepreneurial women because they're alone. They don't have support, right? Entrepreneurs are out here flipping around on their own. And there's nobody really to pat us on the back and saying, you're doing a great job. And sometimes you show up for this sales meeting. I've certainly seen this happen. Sometimes there's guys who don't like to see powerful women and they'll try to shut you down. But you have to know that what you're doing is important in the world. And I'm offering support for women who want that community to learn from each other and learn to have that power and have each other's back. So the more we have that, the more we build each other up together. And it's not us versus them or we're better than anybody else, but it's to know that our voice is heard. I mean, that's really the point of the whole feminism and equality movement is we just want to be equal. We want equal in what we say, what we're paid. So there really is no reason for men or anyone else to feel threatened by that. We're just saying our words are just as important as yours. Absolutely. Our words is just as important as yours, right? And all we want is equality. That is so important. That's great advice. Now, so you're saying that beyond just the boardroom, beyond just the meeting room, you help them even rise above that to get on TEDx stages. Now, what's the problem in that? Because that's something unique that I haven't heard of. Well, the way I look at it is if you want to be a leader, you have to use your voice whether you're speaking to one or you're speaking to a thousand and one, when you communicate well, your message is heard, people will look at you as a leader and respect you. And I took a chance a few years ago and applied to a TED Talk. I didn't even have a clue what my message would be at the time. I just thought, let's just see what happens. And I kind of didn't really think they would accept it, but they did. And I was super excited. And then they heard about my book that I wrote. And then a few more people asked me on their TED stage. So I thought, wow, there's really something here. If I could do it, (laughs) I know other people can as well. And so when I shared that message with the women that I coach, I encourage them that if you have a story inside of you, and I believe we all do, you have a message to share, you have a passion, something that can help others, why not share it? Why not get on a stage? And it could be in your own company, it could be in your corporation, or maybe even a TED stage, why not share it with the world and help others? So there's no reason why we can't do this. And I've cracked the code on how to, I believe, get into those type of positions where you give speeches like that. And I do a lot of speech coaching these days. And I want to help women bring their message to the world, even if they think they can't do it. Because honestly, when I look back at my life, how quiet I was and how many opportunities I missed because I was afraid to use my voice, it's unreal. And I know now that I have gifts and I have things to share. So what better way to do that by getting on a stage and sharing it? And I want to know what gifts every woman out there has. 
to share it as well. Absolutely. Now you are speaking my language. That is what I'm all about is empowering women, empowering people to confidently share the message out to the world. And that can be online, that can be on stages, but the most important thing or aspect of it is breaking out of your shell. Breaking out of your shell. Even on these podcasts, right? Anywhere and everywhere, we need to use our voice to show that we have something to say and we're not going to just sit back and let society tell us how we should be. Right. I think a lot of people think or feel very invisible when they don't think that they're heard or seen. So using your voice, I mean, it's a gift. It's a gift to God. Everyone has a mouth. Use it. You have a heart. You have a soul. You have thoughts. Get it out there. Share it. And don't hold back. Because what you have to say is absolutely important and helps someone else's life. Now, speaking of public speaking, you are also a fellow Toastmasters. When did you start <laughs> Toastmasters International? I started two years ago and kind of was a quick learner, I guess, because now I'm the president of my club and it's been really fun and just enjoying the journey and seeing where it'll go. Awesome. Toastmasters was a tipping moment for me because... I had a serious fear of social environment, serious fear of speaking in public. It was because of the abuse that I experienced during within the corporate environment. People shutting me up, shutting mm. me up over and over and over again. I developed a, a something called adosophobia, which is a fear of just speaking in front of other people. And I joined the local Toastmasters group when I was about 17 and a half years ago to break out of that shell, to get over that fear of being vulnerable and being in front of others. And I totally encourage anyone to find a nearest Toastmasters group if they're having trouble speaking or being confident in front of a group of individuals. So that is absolutely great. And thank you, fellow Toastmaster. <laughs> now, you have 15 and a half years of Taekwondo martial arts. I think that is so cool. Uh, tell us about that. So here's the story. When I was probably, I think I was in middle school, and I was really quiet. My mom saw that. and <laughs> She thought, well, here, this girl's going to go her whole life as a wallflower. So she throws me in a karate class, and I didn't like it, but she wouldn't let me quit. And so when you don't quit something, you end up getting kind of good at it and you stay. <laughs> so that's what happened. I stayed with it for a while and I ended up getting my black belt. I didn't really tell anybody at the time, to be honest with you. My immediate family knew and a few friends, but I kept it on the down low and just kind of forgot about it until years later. And then when I didn't know what to do, I went back to it oh, when I was in between jobs and kind of around the time I started that movement out of my garage, it was the same time I was starting to teach classes again. And it was a, a real wake up call for me because I had all these physical skills. I felt physically strong, but it was such a weird juxtaposition because in the corporate environment or in my social life, I didn't feel assertively strong. I didn't have that confidence. And everybody was so confused. They're like, but you're a black belt. And I said, I know, but that doesn't mean anything really, because I can kick your butt and I can fight off the bad guy. But in the inside, I still feel fear. I still feel afraid to express my voice at work or get on the stage or tell people whatever dreams I have. There was just something was holding me back. And what I learned was that the confidence really comes from the inside. It comes from how we see ourselves and what we believe in ourselves. And that's what started me on this whole movement of I need to help women. I need to help all of us find those dreams, find that self-limiting belief and crush it and really assert ourselves and go after it. And so usually the mantra that I say now is I help women speak up to be heard, get paid what we deserve and kick fear to the curb. And that has been life-changing for me. And I know it's been very transformational for the women that I've worked with as well. Wow. That is amazing. Speak up to be heard. 
paid what you deserve and kick fear to the curb. Absolutely. That is what women need. And do you suggest the martial arts for your students or your clients? Well, here's what I say. And I've taught it for a long time and I have kids and look, I'm not going to bash martial arts in any way. I think it's super cool, but don't sign up if you're thinking this is practical defense, self-defense, because it's not. I'll be the first to tell you that. And people don't fight the way they do in the martial arts movies. You have to remember that. That's not the way attackers attack you. But it's great if you have a child that's maybe needs a little bit more physical coordination or help with balance or needs a sport. But they don't fit into the other team sports like softball or football. And they need something a little different. Martial arts is kind of good sport for that because it's a team environment, but yet you work individually, you work on your own belts and your own katas and kicks separately. And so it's for that child that needs something a little different. Now it's fantastic for those that are goal oriented and that's where it connected with me. If you are someone who can see yourself in a few months learning something difficult and want to achieve that next belt and the mom wants that certificate on the wall, fantastic. But if you're looking, especially for women, young women, If you're looking for something to prevent your daughter from maybe getting harassed on a date or walking down the street and feeling safe, I know there's people that disagree with me, but I've written books on this and I'm very strong about this. You do not get attacked by strangers. Most of the time, 93% of the time, it's someone you know. That's why we have to worry and be a little bit more conscious of who we surround ourselves with. The coworkers, the bullies, the ex-boyfriends, the brothers, the stepdads, those are the people who may say or do something inappropriate. You don't fight like that. You don't give them backside kicks. What you need to do is express yourself with assertiveness. You need to know how to stand up for yourself and speak up in a way. The speaking up will prevent more than 90% of those situations from escalating. People don't just jump out and grab you usually and throw you to the ground. They'll start very slowly by grooming you. So I can talk for hours on that topic. But just to reiterate, is martial arts great for your child? Yes. Is it great if you want to prevent certain physical defense situations? Not as much as you would think. Let's just say that. There's more practical ways to protect yourself. And instead of investing thousands of dollars in a karate school, I would suggest they, number one, check out my Someone You Know book because I talk about this. And number two, Put your daughter or whoever you're concerned about in an assertiveness class more than the self-defense class. And they are different, but it's a little bit of fine-tuning. Oh, fun, fun, fun. I've done martial arts and boxing, kickboxing, all of that for many, many years at the events. And I know for me, it just, like you said, it gave me that assertiveness, that strength to be able to speak up and to stand my ground in the face of an intruder and not back down. And that has, I think, saved me in many instances throughout my life where they're fearful when they see that, hey, this woman may be a little challenging (laughs) to take down. So thank you for that. So TEDx, you've been on many TEDx stages and you help other women do the same. Now, does this go in line with the program that you developed called Curacula? Kurukula is my first company that I started. I don't necessarily use that company name as much anymore, but that was my women's empowerment company that I sort of started out of my garage many years ago. And that was the name I used because it's kind of a funny name, but it means a Tibetan goddess of empowerment. And I thought that was a fun name to use. So that's where that came from. (laughs) Wait, Tibetan, what did you say again? Tibetan goddess of empowerment. Empowerment. That is right. And we all can definitely use empowerment, more confident, and there's many things that's going to allow us to take back our power. Now, I wanted to tell you, you're also an author. I see a few books behind you. 
How many books have you authored so far? So the very first product I wrote was not actually a book. It's a Jerky Johnny game, but it took so much time to write that <laughs> to me it's a book. And that was one of my first useful tools to help people identify unhealthy relationships. And then there was three books after that. And the first book was Someone You Know, and then the Jerky Johnny Workbook for Adult Women. And my most recent book, the one that really was the one that landed me on the TED Talks was called Flip Your Fear. And that talks about, in a really fun, beautiful way, it's like a coffee table book, honestly, how how we can all learn to look at fear differently and not let it consume our lives. Wow. Where can our listeners find your books? Where are they published? Well, they're all published on Amazon and they're listed on Barnes and Noble and Audible. But if you go to DaraConley.com and if you order anything off my website, there's usually free PDFs that you'll get with my products to give you a great deal to order directly from me. Happy to chat with anyone who wants more information about any of those topics. That's awesome. I know I'll be definitely chatting with you (laughs) because I do want more information on how I can help other women who may come to me with that same situation in the workplace. Okay, so you are an author, you are a coach, you help people find their confidence and get their voice seen and heard. What is Dara Conley up to these days? What's in the works behind the scenes? Well, let's see. Personally, I'm still homeschooling. Kids are home. Got a lot of home renovations going on. I love to get outside and hike when I'm not doing my work. Business-wise, well, the work that I'm doing usually was out speaking. So since we're in COVID times, that's moved a little bit more online. I have a weekly mastermind for women. It's how to attract more money and opportunities to us. And I'm really passionate about helping women. Hopefully that was conveyed in this talk today, as well as some other fun things. I know we've talked a little bit about TED Talks and I'm putting together coming up this January 2021 how you, anyone out there can get on a TED stage. I believe we all have a message to share, a story to tell. And this is a phenomenal workshop, not just for women, men too. Please come check it out because honestly, I believe that if you have a strong message, I can help you hone the message. I know what the curators are looking for. I know how to pitch to them and win the interview process. I've been through this many times and I'm happy to share my wisdom on that. So that's what I'm up to these days. That is interesting. And you also have a lot of experience in publishing books. So you have a lot of insight on how to help people get their books published as well. There's a lot that goes into it. I wrote books many, many, many years ago, and I'm sure the whole industry has changed now. So what do you do as far as helping people to get published as well? Well, that would be more if you want individual coaching. I don't lead workshops on that right now. I feel like my plate is pretty full. But if you're a woman out there who really feels you have a book inside of you and you need a little bit more direction, just reach out to me and I can help you through that self-publishing process. That's the way you want to go. And it's not an area that I spend a lot of time on, but some of the women I coach with are interested in getting their they kind of go hand in hand. They want to write a book and they want to get on the TED stage or something like that. That's an area that I can help coach you. Oh, great. I'm sure a lot of women and listeners could definitely use that in their business to help grow their business, grow their audience and get themselves out there more, get their message out there more, get themselves out there more and be seen and heard in regards to their vision and what they want to do as far as helping others around the world. So that is absolutely great. You are an exceptional woman. I Truly admire you for your strength, your tenacity, and all that you're doing in the world. So where can people find you, Dara? 
Well, if you go to Google and just type in daraconnolly.com, you will find me and feel free to send me a message. And I'm happy to do a free call with anyone who has some questions or just wants to pick my brain and see if I can help you in any way and just reach out. Yeah, easy to find me. Before I let you go, can you give our listeners three tips on how to gain confidence in their voice and get their voice heard? Oh, gosh. Okay, three tips. Let's see. I think ABCs, I like to use this acronym. A is to remember to always be authentically you. Don't try to be like anybody else. Don't try to compare. Speak in the way that feels natural to you, right? Find your own voice. B would be to... I say behave consistently, but I use that word behave loosely. I'm a feisty woman. I don't (laughs) behave in too many situations, but I want you to be consistent in how you are as far as when you're speaking. You kind of have to know who you are to do that though. So A and B kind of go together. And the C is to just feel that you have a worth, you have a competency in you and to use that. So once we believe in who we are, we feel that we have a message to share. And when we believe in that message, then we're more likely to share it with the world. And I can help you define that if you need more inspiration on that. That's the work that I do is to help women really find their voice. And there's a lot more things I can teach, but I just want to keep it simple for today. (laughs) Give them the number one thing is to believe in who you are, know your value and go out and share it and don't compare it to other people. All right. Believe your value, go out and share and do not compare to other people. Thank you so much, Ms. Dara, for being on the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. And I had a good time. I'm sure a lot of our listeners could use your help. So please reach out to Dara if you are needing assistance in, you know, in the corporate arena, you're enduring some things, heartache, inferiority, feeling invisible. She is definitely here to help you out. She has a lot of tools to do that. So thank you again, Ms. Dara. Thank you. Great talking to you today, Chrissy. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. For more inspiring conversations, please share with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions or feedback, you can reach me directly at beseenbelovedpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.